Welcome back to Off The Bar Podcast alongside Connor O'Brien. My name is Rafael De Los Santos and welcome to what would be the third part of Wants and Needs, Needs and Wants. I don't even know what we're calling it at this point. But this is the Serie A edition. For the first two, we did Premier League. Um, first one was just Premier League. Um, what did you guys do? Top six. And for the second one, do you... Yeah, we did top six first time. Uh, second time mm-hmm. we went around to the rest of them. And this being the third part, we're going to do a Serie A. Um, I think naturally the fourth part of this series might be La Liga. Um, you can expect myself and Daniel Perez on that one. But for now, we're doing Serie A, and it'll be Conor O'Brien and, and your host, Rafael Dos Santos, like I said earlier. But let's kind of get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about the top six in Serie A, um, what we think is going to be the top six coming into this year, what basically was um, literally the top six last year um, in the Serie A. We're talking about Lazio, Napoli, Roma, Inter, AC Milan, and Juventus. We're going to be talking about um, how they did last year, who they're bringing in, who's leaving the club, what they need, in our opinion, what they want in terms of rumors and transfer rumors and such, and where we expect them to, to end up in the table, like regarding who's leaving, who's coming in, and all of that. But yeah, let's get right into it. Um, the first team that I want to talk about is the team that I think will finish six out of the six that I mentioned, and that's Lazio. Um, do you remember the project that we did in class about Lazio? Oh, I do. Yeah, I remember Lazio. Dude, like, I don't I ask can, Lazio fans where they were in 1943. Dude, I can never see Lazio as a team the same ever again. Like, um, Obviously, no, no one that's listening to this knows unless they were in the class. But basically, we had to do a project on a certain um, rivalry. And I got the Ro- the Rome rivalry. So uh, Roma versus Lazio. And in my research, I found out that like Lazio was uh, Mussolini's team, like a team built on like fascist ideals and things like that. And it was so crazy. And his grandson, um, whose last name is Mussolini, still plays for Lazio. And it's like, I can never see the team the same ever again. But that's a total, like, derail. But, um, yeah, let's get into Lazio needs and wants. Basically, I think the Lazio is going to finish sixth place. Like I mentioned, that last year they finished in fifth. Um, they're bringing in um, a lot of players, a lot of young players. You got Luis Maximal from Granada. Um, for those of you that follow the uh, Maximal is 23 years old. Um, he... I think he might have started most games for Granada, perhaps beyond Escandel, but a really good young goalkeeper, um, especially since Lazio lost Strakoshka. Um, if you play FIFA, I think you might know who Strakoshka is. You know, you know Connor? I know Strakoshka. Strakoshka. That's a name I'm not going to write. <laughs> it's a difficult one. Strakoshka, um, he went on a free to Brentford, um, obviously a team that's trying to stay up in the Premier League again. Um, so they brought in Luis Maximal from Granada, 23-year-old goalkeeper for $11 million. They also brought in Ron Magnoli from AC Milan. I think that's a huge pickup for a team like Glacio, who finished fifth place, bringing in Ron Magnoli, who's a veteran. Um, not just a veteran, but a ver- veteran that won this Serie A last year with AC Milan. They're adding them to the squad. Um, I know this one's a bit like niche, but they're also getting uh, Mario Gila from Real Madrid's Castilla system for $6 million. Uh, Usually when you buy from a team like Real Madrid or Barcelona, when you buy like from their youth systems or like even teams like Chelsea or like PSV, Ajax, teams that make really good youngsters, you usually have to kind of like overpay for these players. But I think in Mario Gila for $6 million, um, yeah. a, a guy that plays um, – I had this picture in my head, but I couldn't remember the name. Um, Raul. Mm. A guy that plays center back under Raul. So uh, really interesting to see um, – 
for Lazio. But I think that the players that, they, that are leaving Lazio um, kind of outweigh who they're bringing in. Like I already mentioned, Strakoska is leaving to go to Brentford. You have Luis Felipe, the Brazilian center back. He went on a free to uh, Betis, so another guy to La Liga. But you remember how Joaquin Correa, you know Joaquin Correa, the guy that he plays for Inter. He yes. was on loan at Inter from Lazio, but they made his um his loan, like they bought him out. Like Inter bought Joaquin Correa from Lazio for 26 million. And that's why I kind of have them finishing six out of this group or putting them last in the top six. They lost Joaquin Correa, they lost Rakoshka, and they lost Luis Felipe. So basically, they lost their best attacker, in my opinion, other than Shiro Mobile. Um, Luis Felipe, for me, is definitely their best defender. And Sarkoshka was the starting goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And they're replacing them with, like, decent players. But I think that naturally they would need um, a winger. They have Shiro Mobile up there. But on either wing, what do they have? Like, Felipe Anderson? Like, I don't really think that's anywhere near what you need to finish in those, like, not in six, so to finish fifth, fourth, third, I don't think they'll ever finish uh, top two. But in the Serie A, which has gotten like really competitive, um, especially after Cristiano Ronaldo left Juventus, even when Cristiano Ronaldo was at Juventus because they didn't even win anything or they didn't win the Serie A, um, Serie A has gotten pretty competitive. So I think for them to be to compete better, they would need way better attack. I know they have uh, Milinkovic Savage in midfield, but mm. bro, he's like. He's like Mike Trout if Shohei Otani wasn't in the yeah. Angels. Right? Like, get out of that team. <laughs> like, playing, like, like uh, Shohei Otani's done something that hasn't been done since, like, 1922 by, like, uh, like Wildcat Williams of a team that doesn't yeah, have in 70 years. Mike Trout is uh, batting 400 with, like, and he had four home runs today. Angels lost five to three. Dude, Mike Trout is like, just too good. Like, he, the yeah. Angels aren't going to do it. Like, they're not going to win the World Series. So, like, you want to see Mike Trout, who's, like, a generational – like, if generational, like – Miriam Webster had a difference for generational talent. Like Mike Trout will be like, so Shohei Otani is that guy as well. But like, yeah. you want to see, like, Mike Trout isn't like young anymore. So mm-hmm. you want to see him do well. And like, Milinkovic Savage is up there. Like, I feel like he might be in his late 20s now for sure. Right. He has to be like, he has to be like 28, 29. Yeah. I could look it up right now. He's 27. So entering the prime of his yeah. career, the man has been linked to every team ever since he started playing and he's only been at Lazio. He needs to get out of there. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like, uh, Koulibaly, and we'll get to Koulibaly in a second. Koulibaly has been in Napoli forever, and he's always been licked with everyone. And it's like, dude, get out of there because you're never going to win anything. Um, same thing for Milenkovic Savage. And the same thing could be said for Chira Mobile. I don't want to, like, pick apart Lazio and be like, yo, all your star players should leave because you guys go. suck. But, like, that's yeah. kind of how they are. I, know, I think Immobile will probably – I would be – I mean, it's kind of a Mobile's club. Like, I'd be shocked if he ever left. Uh, it's kind of hard, like, moving out of Rome, you know? Uh, especially at his age, I believe he's like early to mid thirties, somewhere in there. Like he's not like, is that right? He's probably he has to be in his early. He's thirty two. He like, I think he's thirty two. Like I don't, I don't see like at this point, like I don't think he'd make a big move. And if he makes a move, it's, it'd be like Fiorentina or somewhere. I don't know. Like <laughs> with Milinkovic Savage too. Like I feel like it's not if but when he moves. Like Lazio is not a club where like you at this point, like the prime of your career, you should be playing like. He's a, he's a guy that will get an upgrade. I personally think he's the best, like, midfielder in Syria. I couldn't think of anyone better off the top of my – who would be better? Who's better, better than Milinkovic Savage? Yeah, in Syria. 
I mean, a lot of it depends because like when people say is a player better than this guy or that guy, like I'm. Do you want to go based off like last season? There was a bunch of guys better than him last season. I guess, yeah. But I, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. what I'm saying is that, yeah, like, I guess that's a little bit biased, yeah. but. <clears throat> What I'm saying is that you have like Shiro Immobile up top, and then who do you have next? Like Felipe Anderson and Pedro. Like, yeah, you have you have Malikovic well, Savage in the midfield, yeah. like Luis it's Alberto the there. Yeah, the Serbians in the background. Like, yeah, like what you have. So, like today we're talking about Lazio, Napoli, Roma, Inter, AC Milan, and Juventus. Mm. Napoli could I finish in the top? Like you can see them fighting for it. You know, you don't see them winning the league, but you can see them fighting for it. You can see Roma fighting to be fourth or third. You can see AC Milan one or two, Juventus one or two, Inter one, two or three. Mm. A lot. You like? Would you reckon Lazio finishes over Napoli, Roma, Inter, AC Milan, or Juventus? I mean, take I would like- be less shocked if they finish like seventh or eighth than like I, I it like out of these top six teams, like Lazio to me is like by far the weakest team. Like even like a team that was weak, like like Roma was did not have the strongest Serie A season last year, finishing in fifth. They still won the conference league. I mean, they yeah, and they pumped, they bumped like way. They were like eighth with like a month ago, and they finished like fifth. And not only that, but Roma finished one point behind Lazio last year. Uh, Fiorentina were right there behind them. You had Atalanta, which had like their worst season in like the last two, three years, mm-hmm. finish with what 59 points, whereas Lazio finished with, I believe, 63 or 64. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, they were right there. So um, I agree with you on that. I think before I see Lazio like making a big jump in the top six, I see them leaving the top six and having like Atalanta replace them or even Fiorentina because Fiorentina I think picked up Luka Jovic from Real Madrid yeah I mean that's a great pickup for Fiorentina but they were in like third when they before they sold Vlahovic that just kind of folded like I think they ended up finishing like 10th yeah but I mean they, they finished seventh uh in the end but they will probably use the money from Vlahovic to really strengthen that squad and mm. who knows what'll happen yeah but yeah to wrap Lazio up, I have them finishing six out of – just to put them in this group, like in this top six, quote-unquote top six group. Because I could definitely, like I said, see Atalanta finishing in, in front of them if you're in Tina finishing in front of them. Because you're talking about a team whose, like, stars are, like, ripe for the picking. Like, it's not a team that's going to build around these guys. It's a team that's going to lose these guys and probably going to have to, like, start over again or something. Yeah, I agree. I would say six, too. Moving on to who I think would finish fifth out of this group, we have good old Napoli under Maurizio Sari, your former coach. Why don't you take it away with uh, I mean, Napoli? Well, I don't recognize Sari as a former coach. Like you can't if you're getting shown up by Kepa in the middle of like a major game like that. He's he's just absolutely like he he left the game. Like I, I don't I, I'm not a Sari fan. Like he's not our coach. I don't recognize him. Um, with like Napoli, I think Napoli's. I I could definitely. I agree with you. They're going to be in fifth. They did have a really strong showing last year. They have a lot of really young, like fun guys, like Oshiman. Have guys like um like Chucky Lozano, guys that are great. The problem is they're having so many key pieces leave the club right now. Like you see, like Insigne, who just had a made like a really really strong season with them. He's been their guy, like like offensively for a long time. Same with Dries Mertens. <clears throat> he's been there forever. Insigne to Toronto FC. They're just not re-signing Mertens for whatever, not even for depth. If any of these guys get hurt in the front three, like Zielinski gets hurt as an attacking mid, like Politano gets hurt, they don't have the depth to like replace them. In soccer, you play 38 games. They're going to play like Copa Italia. 
they were going to go play um, Champions League. Like they they have they have a fifty game schedule, sixty game schedule. Like somebody's going to get hurt. There's no depth on that squad, and when you're missing like Insigne, Dries, Mertens, when you lose Koulibaly to Chelsea, uh, you have a lot of key positions that you need to fill guys in on, and I just they don't have the depth right now to do that. I just don't think like in modern soccer without depth like that, like you cannot compete, and I just don't see Napoli being able to like repeat what they did in third place last season. Yeah, when I was looking at their team, I thought, you know, you got a team that finished third place last year. But like you said, a team that lost in senior to Toronto for free. You have a team yeah. that lost Ospina, their backup goalie, <clears throat> um, for free to the Saudi League. Mertens is out of contract. Who knows if they'll sign him again? They might lose Koulibaly, who's been probably, like, what, the best Napoli player since, like, Edison Cavani. And before Cavani, it was, what, Maradona? Like, yeah. Oh, Gonzalo Higuain in there. Um, Napoli Gonzalo Higuain, one of the best players. Jesus Christ. Um, but and all yeah. they've done to like replace all these guys is they brought in Matias Oliveira from Hitafe at 12 million, who's a really good left back. And in their needs, I put that they need a center back if they lose Koulibaly for sure. And then mm-hmm. they needed a left back. Um, and they've gone on and done that. So I think they're off to a good start. There's still a lot of transfer window to go. But if they lose Koulibaly, man. I don't know. You're talking about like you got to attract really, really good center back or a really young, promising center back. And the market is really limited for that, especially when you have a lot of bigger teams that are rebuilding. Like you have Manchester United, who's like having a crazy amount of money and no one in that team has like a safe spot on that team. So like you got a guy like Paul Torres for a lot of these teams that have like they could get Paul Torres if they wanted to. But like mm-hmm. I think Paul Torres is going to pick Napoli before he picks Manchester United. No way. Well, um, Manchester United is not a hot commodity right now. Dude, with well, the amount of money they have and how big that badge is, they'll, they'll buy anyone. I mean, you got like you got Frankie de Young with like his club is telling him, like, I don't want it, like, like we don't want you here anymore. And he's still being like, I'd rather stay here than go to Manchester United. I don't know. Manchester United got is a club mess in right, now. right now. I don't know. It's a hot mess. They have Cristiano Ronaldo trying to leave. For now, for now, until he inevitably leaves. Like, he's even like now he's 38. <laughs> He's about to go. Like he wants to go. He told them he wants to go. Like I can't. I, he's I, gonna I, leave because he's he's not gonna not play Champions League. That's why I think he's gonna leave. If I see well, Cristiano playing Europa League, that's crazy. Like he can go to like another Champions League team. Will pick him up. It's just it's more like where does he want to go? No, more like where does where can he go? He's not gonna go to any of the Premier League Champions League teams. Like no shot. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I mean he could. Like he could. Like he could go to Chelsea. Like why not? Maybe um, up at Arsenal, but he's not gonna go to PSG. That would be cra- that would be crazy. But they're not he playing Champions League either. I can see him. At, he's been linked to Bayern. That's possible because I don't. I just don't see PSG getting him. I don't know. I could see him going back to like uh, to Portugal, playing there. Dude, he's way too good. Still, I know, but like thirty eight, just go have like a thirty goals, like go break like the goal scoring record in like Liga Portugal. Like that's like a legacy season. Well, he could do it if he wanted to, yeah. but it won't happen for sure. Is that he could go back to Real Madrid and like bag like forty goals and run for the Champions League for real, for real, one last Where's, time. Where does he play? Where does he fit into that squad? It's right wing, anywhere, up top. Throw him up top. Just play, play striker. He's not, he's, top. Not, he's not getting into that squad over Benzema right now. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, dude. Whatever amount of good you think he was at yeah. Manchester United, when you put him in, in Real Madrid, he'll be like three times better. Like, yeah, I he's playing on that behind right a side. bunch of better players. Yeah. He can start on that right wing spot. 
You'll kick Vinicius out of left wing. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. But yeah, enough yeah. about the Ronaldo rant. Where were we? Uh, who we think? Is, oh, Napoli. Napoli. But yeah, like I said, um, needs and wants for Napoli. I think they need a center back um, for Koulibaly if he leaves, for sure. He's going to be so expensive, by the way. Connor, as a Chelsea fan, <laughs> that's going to... No, he's happen. not. We're getting him for under 40 mil. No his wages his win no it's 39 mil 10 mil a season paying him like it is expensive but it's not like break the bank yeah. like I remember when Koulibaly was like a, oh you want Koulibaly 80 million yeah <laughs> I don't know we'll see 40 million is decent to be fair um mm-hmm. but yeah they need a center back and lose Koulibaly I thought they need a left back but they got Matias Oliveira I'm really happy with that signing if you know anything about La Liga Matias Oliveira is a really good young left back from uh, Uruguay and uh, he'll probably have a good World Cup, but I think that's a really good signing for Napoli, especially since like Napoli doesn't have anything to offer these guys. Um, mm. I think they need a winger or an attacker of some sort or a center attacking mid of some sort because they have like Mertens and Insignia going out, like you said. Um, once in terms of like rumors that I found, um, maybe they get Tuan Zebe because I know Tuan Zebe was there on loan, um, so maybe mm. they like use the money from Koulibaly to, like, get Juan Zebe um, back because I think Juan Zebe is pretty good. Um, but other than that, I wasn't really finding that much because it's, like, <laughs> no one wants to go to Napoli like that. Um, yeah. That's why I have them. Like, my expectation for them is fifth. I have Lazio, then Napoli, um, especially since, like, I just don't – I don't even like Saria. Like, I don't I don't think he's that good. I, I've never – like, he just plays – such specific like specific style of soccer and i think that got picked up on by a couple clubs and a couple clubs like that's it's the thing when like he's he's like innovative he brings a new thing to soccer like he did like bielsa bielsa has had like outside of a champion like chip promotion like he's not really had any real success in soccer oh i don't know i don't know know. bielsa's been in coaching for so long and um so not acquainted with everything Bielsa's done that I'm not going to yeah. say anything. That's Bielsa great. has done something. I'm, I feel like he has done something. I don't remember what it was because I haven't watched soccer for that long. But Bielsa mm-hmm. used to be a, like a legendary coach somewhere before Leeds. So I'm not going to say anything about that. He's like a, he's, he's like one of those. Uh, was he at like Bielsa? River, he's from, he was at like River Plate or something, right? I don't remember. I feel like he is Argentinian though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But yeah, for those reasons why I have Napoli finishing fifth. So we have Lazio six, Napoli fifth, fourth place. I have Roma. Um, I don't know if you agree with that. But here are my reasons why. Roma finished sixth place last year. Not the greatest showing, but you got to realize that it was like under Mourinho. It was Mourinho's first season there. Um, sixth place is decent for how competitive the Serie A was and how much Roma was playing because they ended up winning conference league. So they played every game possible in the conference league. Um, but in terms of who is like leaving Roma, who's entering Roma, we have a lot of interesting signings to be fair. And I think you would expect that from someone like Jose Mourinho. Cause at the end of the day, even though Roma finished six, like if Jose Mourinho tells you to come to a club, mm. <clears throat> there's a big possibility you might go just cause Jose Mourinho was calling to club. So the funniest one out of all the like transfers coming into Roma is like Matic for free. Um, that's like the most Jose Mourinho signing I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's like yeah, he's, he's bought Matic like two separate times. Like he loves he loves Matic. It's like um, Ancelotti with uh, James and who was it? Sorry with Jorginho. Mm-hmm. Was it yeah? Was it sorry that brought Jorginho over? 
from yeah. Napoli. He, he, it's like he just likes the players. So he just brings them everywhere. But uh, matches for free coming into Rome. I think that's a really good signing because I swear to God, they have like no midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, uh, do you know, like Zeki Celik, the the Turkish oh, yeah, right back? Yeah, he's a good, yeah. he's a good right back. They yeah, need he's a really good. There. Like, he, that's a great signing. The he's signings they made are like, I mean, I didn't love them like losing Mikhacharian for free. But, like, yeah. the signings they've made have been really good. Like, it's – Modic is good depth. That's really important when they play, like, Copa Italia when they play smaller games. Like, having Selic come in, like, a really good, like, right back to come in really, like, hold that spot down and still having, like, the depth of, like, Parsdorp, too, like, to like to go in. Like, that's that's really, like, vital for them. Like, that's they're getting a lot of good guys coming into the club. And I think mm-hmm. that will really help them do it. I think maybe – I agree with you that they're in fourth just because I don't think they're on the level of, like – the Milan teams or who Venice yet. Cause I do think who is going to be a lot better this year, but like having won the conference league last year, they have a lot to build on. They kept most of the team together. Like that's an exciting squad. And I think they're going to be really good. I think they're really going to make a push in uh, Europa league this year. I could see them winning it to be honest, but I do see them finishing four. That is something they're quite on that level. Of the other three clubs yet. Yeah. It's also like the first time we see something like that. Like you have a six place, sixth place team not getting to play Europa League next season. Um, I'm sure that has to do a lot with like how much, how many players and what the quality of the players and the caliber of the players that they can attract. Because mm-hmm. now it's not only Roma, the weight of the badge. Now you have Jose Mourinho, the weight of the manager. And now you have the weight of the competition in the Europa League, even though you finished six. Um, mm-hmm. They also brought in Svelar, Svelar from Benfica, a really young goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um they sold Paulo Lopez and Chengiz under to Marseille for a combined 23 million. Robin Olsen to Aston Villa for 4 million. Florenzi went to AC Milan for 3 million. Like you said, Megatarian went for free to enter. Sergio Oliveira, who I hope goes back to Roma because I think he's really good. Um, his loan ended. He's not a, he went to Galstra, right? I don't know where he went. I, I remember, I saw this on a the Galstra 4 mil. He was there for half a season. Yeah, he, his loan just ended and he left Porto. Yeah. Mm. But looking at the at Roma, um, just what they need and what they want, um, I think they need a big midfield signing. Um, like I said, when you look at their lineup, not, nothing stands out in the midfield. Like you have Fristante, who's like been good and a young player. You have the, the Awara, same thing for him. You have Matis, who just came in, and he's adding good depth. That's cool. Then you have like Veritao. No, like he's, he's, okay. he's good. He's okay. Like he's super mid. Um, Gonzalo Villar, I like because he's young, he's Spanish, and Spanish midfielders tend to be really good. He was on loan at Hetafe, I believe, um, and he did really good in La Liga. I hope to see him play under Mourinho, but Mourinho's more of a, yeah, Matic is starting every single game because I trust him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they have, like, Pellegrini as an attacking mid. They have Zaniolo, but Zaniolo is linked to they, Juventus. Right? Yeah. He's linked to Juventus. So I think that Roma need a big midfield signing and they need a big attacking signing because they already have Tammy Abraham up there. Um, other than Tammy Abraham, they have like Justin Kluivert coming back. You have El Sharawi who hasn't been like good ever. Um, Zaniolo's up there, but he's linked to Juventus, like we said. You have Carlos Perez, who used to be really good at Barcelona, but I don't even know, like, he's not even a real player anymore. I don't know. Uh, but Tammy Abraham is really good. And I think you need to put someone up there with him, if not like two people up there with him. Um, yeah. I think they need a big midfield signing and they need a big attacking set. Other than that, I think they're pretty solid and they can have a good run. Um, I think they'll, they'll finish fourth because um, I don't see them finishing over either of the Milans or Juventus. Um, 
Yeah. But in terms of wants, um, they were linked to Awar, which would be an insane signing for um, Roma, but he seems too big to go to Roma. I don't know. I thought his transfer, like I was big. on a, I actually was looking at him the other day on transfer market. His like expected fee would only be like 15. I think like I think in terms of the name and who's been linked to before, he'd be like gigantic for Roma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I think like maybe they could look around for other midfielders like Danny Ceballos at Real Madrid, who's probably yes. never going to play again because they just signed too many. They have um, Camavinga, they have Tony Kroos, Luka Modric, Casemiro, they have Fede Valverde, who plays there. Like, so I think teams can look at Ceballos as a young Spanish midfielder who's played yeah. and trained under the, some of the best managers and some of the best players to ever play the game in his position. So. Maybe get him on a loan. They had Borja Mayoral from Real Madrid already on loan. Um, so you have a good relationship with Real Madrid as a club. So maybe get Ceballos on a loan, see what you can work out there. Um, I would say to get a, 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 another center mid, if unless Matic is enough next to someone else. Um, mm-hmm. Roma is also linked to Dybala. So if you lose Zaniolo to Juventus and you can pick up Dybala, I think that would be insane. I mean, where do you think of Dybala, like, especially if you use Zaniolo too, Dybala fits in perfectly in that second striker spot. I mean, I mean Mourinho has shown he loves playing like a 5-2-1-2 and attacking mid behind them, putting like Pellegrini in that spot. Zaniolo doesn't like, Zaniolo is a really good player. I know he's coming off an injury, didn't have the best statistical season last year, but in that spot, like he's not an out-and-out striker. Like he doesn't really fit next to Tammy Abraham. And I know Dybala is not like a striker. Like, he's not like a striker striker. He's not going to go up and like get the ball. He's not going to like... He's more of like a false nine sort of guy, like an attacking mid, but he can play that second striker spot really well. And I think like if I'm Dybala right now, if I have my pick of any team, like inner, he's not getting to enter. He's not starting in that squad. Um, I'd be worried, like Milan would be good, but I'd be worried about like where he would fit in there because they did have, they just signed a Rigi. We'll get, we'll get into that in a second. Um, I don't know where he'd fit in there. Juve, obviously like he's leaving there. So like Roma, I feel like for Dybala would be like, ideal like that would be like his ideal place to go you know the way i see Dybala is a is like a player that is actually really good but because of injuries and because of like the team that he was in he couldn't play as good as he could have been it's not that he's not good anymore i just feel like he's not under the right circumstances to be good yeah. anymore i think that like under the right conditions he could start in any team in, in italy and but if I'm like Dybala or like as a fan of the game, I would want to see Dybala go to another league because like I don't like I always thought that he was too good to just play in Syria. So maybe seeing him at like a top eight club in the Prem or like something crazy like one of those random Atletico Madrid signings, like Dybala to Atletico Madrid or Dybala to Barca or something. I think yeah. Dybala still has it because I remember he got subbed on against Villarreal when Villarreal was already like beating him like yeah. two zip, three zip. And Dybala was really, really, really good. Like he was dribbling through everyone and he was causing the only trouble that Juventus was able to like exert on Villarreal. So when I look at Dybala, yeah, sure, go to Roma. Mm-hmm. Um, great. But you could, he could definitely go anywhere else. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think at Juventus he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But with that being said... I think that Roma, we could expect a fourth place finish. And that's a lot riding on like the fact that Tammy Abraham is that good. And the fact that like they have Jose Mourinho and he's, Jose Mourinho is going to bring stability to what was a really young squad with like guys like Matic and I don't know. I think uh, Zelic was a really good signing, like you said, from Lille, 25 years old, right back. Um, 
they could lose Mkhitaryan for free. It's fine. They made a lot of money on Paul Lopez and Cengiz under, but yeah. I mean, this is a guy I recommended this to literally every prem team, but like Jesse Lingard's right there. Jesse Lingard. Go get Lingardinho, bro. Get Lingardinho at Roma with the. Uh, he was he's like the perfect like Jose Mourinho signs this guy and immediately hates him. That is such a Jose Mourinho like this guy plays five games a season and he plays like way out of position because Mourinho hates him, but he still signed him. I don't know. No. Lingard. Lingard's still riding like that 2017, 2018 season or whatever year it was that he was an absolute monster. But I don't know. It's Jose Mourinho, so he could sign anyone. He'll like bring Hamas back from retirement or something. But yeah, I have, uh, for those reasons, I have Roma finishing fourth. So, so far we have, we've had Lazio in sixth, Napoli in fifth, Roma in fourth. Um, I think there's a debate to be had whether Napoli can finish above Roma. But I think I think that the top three is very set in Serie A, um, starting with the team that I think will be in third place, um, Inter Milan, and that might that's also arguable, um, which might show you how competitive the, the league is. But I have Inter Milan finishing third. Here's why: Last year they finished second place. They won the Super Coppa Italiana. They won the Coppa Italia. Um, so that's like a triple of some no that's a double of sorts the second place last year they lost by like two points i think the to ac milan it might have been like 66 64 i know they lost by two points um like it came down to the last match day but i have inter finish wait did i say second third i said third you said well yeah you have third i think yeah because we're doing the order yeah then we have you have third yeah hmm do I want to put them third? AC Milan. I feel like AC Milan's right there. We're committed. You just would have to re-enter. You know what? Yeah. Milan. You know what? I'll I'll re-enter Milan, or do you want to just ride with it? I'll switch them right now. I switch think. That, yeah, I'll switch Chris, them right edit, now. Chris, will my edit this out, please? No, he doesn't have to. He doesn't. Have to. You're just talking. He doesn't have to. You don't We're have talking. to say that. Kind We're just talking. We're just talking, Chris. We're just talking. Like third place. Third place. Um, I'll switch them right now. I think AC Milan will get third place. Sure. Um, here's why they got first place last year. Um, mm. but I think that was like, you know how Leicester won the league, and it's like, oh, that's crazy. And like, Atletico Madrid won the league um two years ago, and like that was crazy. Yeah. But like last year, I think it was one of those. They lost a crazy amount of like key players. Like, everyone – I know Zlatan is, like, old, but, like, Zlatan came up so clutch for them in so many games to win yeah. that league. Um, and he's, like, done. Um, they, they lost Kessier, which I think is, like, the biggest – It's, like – Dude, what do you think is the biggest – a bigger loss? Like, Koulibaly leaving Napoli or Kessier leaving AC Milan? Like, I feel like with Kessier, especially, like, to me, he's one of the most underrated defensive mids in the world. Like, he really just goes – like, he does what people think Conte still does. He just goes and gets the ball. He can pass really well. He can pass out of the back. He can pass anywhere on the field. He's a body. He can get – like, he was so – because Tonali is a defensive mid. He hangs back. He's good defensively, but he's not, like, this, like, huge defensive force. The crazy part is that Kessier would play CDM naturally, but he was playing, like, Cam for, like – a a lot of this season for AC Milan yeah. where they'd have like Tonali and Benassar behind them. And not mm-hmm. only that, but Kessie took all their penalties and wouldn't miss a single one. Yeah. Um, they also lost Romagnoli. And obviously, like I said, they lost Latan. And they've brought in like Origi for free. They've brought in Florenzi from Roma. 
but I just don't think that fills any kind of gap or any kind of hole whatsoever. I think they clutched up last season, bringing up, bringing all those guys together. And I just think that, that falling apart is just not like, it's not going to happen again. Like what are the chance? Like they didn't know that Tamori was going to be that good. They didn't know that Hernandez was going to be that good. And like, that's what you need to win the league um, as a team that's not like super expected to do so. You need guys to like outperform what you think they're going to do. Um, and I just don't think they can bank on that this year. And they haven't made any moves to prove to, to like do otherwise. Like they've brought in Origi. I think Origi is a good signing and it is a replacement of like Zlatan somewhat. I think the only thing that they can bank on now is like Raheem Diaz having a really good season or like Rafael Leal. Rafael Leal was just Disgusting for AC Milan. Um, if he can do anything, three up right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. If he can do anything like close to that again, then like maybe. And they have Ante Rebic up there as well. But I just mm-hmm. think losing Kessie is so huge. Like they have to sign someone that's like really, really, really good. And um, the problem with that is that even though AC Milan won the Serie A, they're not like the biggest team in Italy. Like Juventus is still the biggest team in Italy, and AC Milan is not a premier team in terms of transfers. Like. They are a big team in Europe, but they're not a premier team. Like when I think of like premier team bringing in transfers, I'm thinking about like top four in Prem. Um, mm. You have like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, Juventus. Like those guys could get anyone they want. Now, like AC Milan is like a stretch because like I think guys think like, yeah, they won the league last year, but like I don't think they will this year, you know? Whereas like City won the league this year, guys that go to City are like, yeah, we could definitely do that again. Um, but I don't know. That's why I haven't finished in third. In my opinion, I feel like they need a center back. Um, like I said, they lost from Magnoli. Um, they need a replacement for Kessie badly. I know we spoke of like Dybala, but dude, Dybala's not even a replacement for Kessie, to be fair. Because like Dybala can only play up top. Kessie was playing up top and, and in the midfield. Um, yeah. I think they need a winger as well. They already have Leal and they have Revic, but someone on the well, right side. I mean, they started Salamakers from uh, East Belgian at that spot yeah. a lot. I don't like, I, I've watched him play. I just, he doesn't. Yeah, do anything. I'm not in love with. It. Like I don't. He's like, all right. Rather, like they've been linked to a day. I, I I would never in my life be able to pronounce. It's like Day Couliar from uh Club Bruges in yeah, Belgium. Yeah, they get to Lar from Bruges. He can play right wing. He was a very very good spot. Like I see why they're linked to him. I feel like he would fit that team really well. Yeah, they're also I, linked I to you, to like, your Hakim Ziyech. Oh yeah, Hakim Ziyech would be perfect for that squad balls over the top like Liao running down that side cutting in or Riggi's up there like Brahim Diaz is kind of like floating on the outside of that box he would be perfect like getting balls like that's exactly what they need is like a really like a huge playmaker like that yeah and please take another Chelsea guy that needs to go off my hands like just any excuse to do that like Ziyech like if you're listening to this you, like you should go to Milan. You'll have a good time in Milan. Like it's it's a pretty city. It's a pretty city. You like dressing nice. There's a lot of good fashion there. Yeah. Like pizza. Been, I thought you were about to start speaking like Moroccan. If this pod gets canceled, it's because I try to do an accent. Like that's what that's what'll happen. Like it's I'm already mispronouncing everybody's right. names. Yeah, definitely, like definitely don't. Definitely don't. But yeah, they're linked to uh, the Ketelar and they're linked to Ziyech, um, both on the wing, like the other wing spot that I said they might need. Um, like I said, they also need a center back because that's from Magnoli. They're linked to Tanganga from um, Spurs. They're linked yeah. to Renato Sanchez, who I'd love to see play at a big team, like again, like try it out again. Uh, but it's there's a rumor that Ben Nasser might leave, which kind of sucks for them. Um, they're also linked to Lamella, who I don't think is that good, but I don't know. Um, they didn't get Sven Botman, who ended up going to Newcastle. 
in order to get like a attacking mid or like splash money elsewhere. And like we mentioned earlier, Dybala might be a really good option. And obviously we talked about like the Ketelar and, and Ziyech, but now they kind of have to get an attacker. Like they have to do something. They better not just like, oh, we got a Regi and like think that's going to do anything because that's just giving the league to enter and Juventus. No, I agree with you. Like, especially when you see like how stagnant, um, like they're like they're being like they do need to sign guys, especially like when you consider the moves that like inner added a lot of depth. Like, I didn't think that squad needed much like to do much. They added a lot of depth, they kind of built their bench out. Juve's added a lot of key pieces. I think that'll be really crucial for them. But I do, I almost this is like my big like this might be where we differ. I kind of think Milan will come in second just because and we'll get to the Juve when we talk about them, and I'll bring up my problems with Juve, but I kind of I have Milan in that second spot instead of third. So you had enter in third? I have Inter in first. Okay. So Okay. We'll get to that. You have we'll to that. you I have AC Milan third, Inter second, Juve first. You have Juve, Juve third. third. I have Juve third, yeah. We'll get to it. That could very they could do like uh-huh. a move in like the next month too that would really change my mind. But like okay. right now it's third. You have Juve third, AC Milan second, Inter Milan first. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Inter, Inter Milan then, and maybe you can tell me why. Um, yeah. Inter Milan, just a quick recap of what they did last year. Obviously, they got second place in the league. They lost it by two points. So one match here, one match there, they could have won it. Um, they won a Super Coppa Italiana, and they won a Coppa Italia, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. They brought in Joaquin Correa for $26 million. They brought in Lukaku on loan. They brought in Onana for free. They brought in Mkhitaryan for free. I think the big punch that Inter took was losing Perisic for free to Spurs. Perisic is so good. Like, he's so underrated. And for you to lose him for free to Spurs, that's why I think Spurs might have a better season than Chelsea, man. You add Richardson, you add Perisic. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, um, absolutely market if you think Perisic is going to be what gets them over Chelsea. But I digress. Dude, we that's, already talked that's, about like, that's like a ridiculous death, though. But... They also lost Arturo Vidal, who I think is like a Swiss Army knife in the midfield, but they obviously have like Barella and like other guys. But yeah, yeah. In terms of like needs, um, I think they need a right mid or like someone to run up and down that in that formation because they like to play three five two, mm-hmm. um, and they have like Matteo Darmian playing out there, like or like Denzel Dumfries sometimes. But well, they're they're using that more as like a wing back spot. I like, like yeah. I actually really like Dumfries in that spot. I actually disagree with you a little bit. Dumfries is very capable as an attacker. I just like uh, Inzaghi's thing is he really wants to um, he really wants a lot of rotation in the squad. He's really like dead set outside of like Berea. Like Berea's in the squad every week. Brozovic is in the squad every week. Uh, Skriniar, Devridge have been in the squad every week. And the Skriniar is about to leave. Like. Dumfries and Darmian, like, kind of platooning that spot. I actually, as wingbacks, I actually don't mind either of them. Like, I don't – and at that other wingback spot, too, like, signing Robin Gosens, having a full healthy season with him. We saw what he did at the last Euros. He was great. Like, Yeah, I, I guess – yeah. yeah. I guess they would just have to keep – be able to keep Skriniar and, like, keep Bastoni. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the Vry, but, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, if you really, really want to compete. Because I don't – like, when I look at a team in terms of, like, what they could – do better i don't like if you're inter milan you don't just want to compete for the league mm-hmm. like this team the team they have right now yeah you can compete for the league but you're not competing for champions league um in order to compete for champions league looking at their team they have to keep screening right? they have to play bastoni they need another center back that's better than the Vry. and that's because their midfield in my opinion 
is not that strong. Like Rozovic is good, but in terms of Champions League level, he is so mid. Uh, Barella is good enough. Um, Chalanoglu, I guess you know he's he's good. Like I guess. I mean, um, and Rea is like the most underrated, one of the most underrated midfielders in the world. Rea is really good. You asked me. Like, you asked me earlier, like who's the best midfielder in Syria, and I was like, who's? Or I asked you, like who's better than Milinkovic Savic? It might be Barea. Yeah. No, Barea is better than Milinkovic Savic. Yeah. The thing Brea is, is like, at least uh, I might be biased, is that you can take him out of the game really easily. He had like a super disgusting assist against Real Madrid, or like a little heel flick to Lautaro Martinez, or it might have been like if Inter played like Liverpool or something. I know he had a disgusting assist. It might have been like last season or something. I don't remember. It's like etched in my – it was against Real Madrid because it, like, it was like disgusting. It was last year. Um, a little heel flick to Lautaro Martinez, who also Lautaro Martinez, I think is insanely good. He might be too good for Inter. He could easily go to like a top – top three team in the world but yeah. that's why martin is up there with adam jacko backed up by nicolo barella you want someone that's like not brazovic and chalamoglu backing them up if you want to win the champions league um mm. which again i think should be the goal of these like teams like Juvent- the top two teams in every league should be looking at champions league um maybe not league gun but or like bundesliga because the second team would be like Dortmund and they never have a chance but when you're a top, top team, you want to be looking at both things, domestic and international competitions or European competitions. And I just don't think that Chalanoglu and Brozovic are those guys. Um, but you can kind of mask them. Like, let's say if you got a better midfielder, you could, like, play him next to Brozovic, and then Brozovic won't be as bad because he has Barella on one side and a really good midfielder on the other. But maybe not, like what I said, like that Inter needed a right mid because they have Dumfries and Darmian. Mm. But they definitely need something in the midfield. Um and Gosens has been like in and out. So who knows if you can really replace Perisic. But yeah. in order to do all that, they need to keep screwing you in the first place. So it's like so many moving parts. And mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's why I have him in second place. In my opinion, I think that Inter will finish in second place. But you have him, what, winning the league? I, I just think like, I mean, even if they do sell Skriniar, like Skriniar is linked to PSG very heavily. Like they could very easily like, go bring in Bremer. Go bring it from a Torino. Go bring in like Kimpembe's up for grabs. Like you could probably, there's a lot of guys that like, like Chelsea may sell. Um, you've got Colwell, who is a very, very good player. Uh, there's other guys that float. Victor Lindelof would probably be available. Like there's guys that are floating out there that could be easy, very easily fill that no, spot. I just, I don't think any yeah. of the guys that you named will make them more competitive. In the I don't think they make or them more, or but my thing is them, they make them, they don't make them less competitive. You just need to fill that. Like that's a hole you need to fill is that other center back spot. I don't know. I think in a three, uh, I don't know. I think he's their best defender for sure. Yeah. I mean, so. I think I love the depth they've added. I think Mikertarian could very like when he like when you need someone to like take like Kalinoglu's spot, like compete with him, compete with Berea. Like Mikertarian fits that spot. And the last time they won the league two years ago, up top they're playing Lukaku and Lotaro Martinez. Didn't have him last year. Finished second. Now they have now they have Lukaku back. I think like I get Lukaku on the best season for Chelsea. I think that has a lot to do with him not wanting to be there outside factors with the club, but like he's a good striker. They have that tandem back that won the league. They got, they fixed all their pieces. They might lose Skriniar. They can very easily fix that piece. Like I, I, I'd be like my pro. And then I just like defensively, we'll get to Juventus, but I have problems with them. I don't think they'll win the league. Like Milan, I don't think Origi's it and losing like Cassier is, I think going to crush them. Like, I think they're kind of they just kind of that's out. why I had Milan like third. Yeah. Like Milan, Milan already took the hit yeah. that Inter should try to avoid. Milan yeah. lost Kessier. Inter yeah. hasn't lost Skriniar yet. Napoli already lost Koulibaly. Like these teams are getting picked apart, and and Inter hasn't taken that hit yet. So that's why I think 
second place is fine for Inter and third mm-hmm. place is fine for AC Milan with Juventus, in my opinion, Juventus being first. Yeah. We, can, we can talk about Juventus right now. Let's talk about Juve right now, man. I, gotta, I, I might rant about Juve. I have things I love about Juve and things I hate about Juve. Okay. So, Juventus. Yeah. Fourth place last year, uh, obviously, like, that's what happens when Cristiano Ronaldo leaves your team. As it's happened to every team before them. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo leaves your team, you have a disgustingly bad year. Fourth place last year, um, they have brought in Pogba for free and Di Maria for free, which, in terms of name, at least, are really, really good signings. I'm not the biggest fan of Pogba like that. I think he's really good, but it just depends on the system. And obviously, at United, he just wasn't that guy. But mm-hmm. I think Di Maria is a really, 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 really good player that can play on any team. And I think that's a really good signing, especially for free. Especially mm-hmm. with the amount of uh, experience that Di Maria brings to a team and to an attack. Um, like you saw him for PSG, he was extremely dangerous to the point where, like, if PSG didn't play without him and they just played with like Neymar and Mbappe, Messi, like, the team wasn't as dangerous because you have three superstars. Where whether as, whereas Di Maria's like experienced enough and and like really a danger enough that he can just play. Like he he doesn't he doesn't he's not shy because Messi's there. He's not shy because Mbappe is there or Neymar, and he's really like a good player. Um, those players that left Juventus. Um. You have, like, Chiellini, who went to LAFC, mm-hmm. which is somewhat, like, a big hit because, like, they've always played, like, Chiellini and Bonucci. I know, like, Delict is there, but, like... Mm. Well, the problem with that... This is my problem with Juve right now is they're losing all, like... I get Chiellini's, like, older. He's on his way out eventually, too, and that wouldn't matter if Delict wanted to stay. He's linked to Chelsea. He's linked to Bayern, like, very heavily to both. Probably to Bayern, I would say, is more likely. But, like, if he leaves, like... Who are you starting next to Benucci? And Benucci's already like 36, 37. Like you start Daniel Grugani. They can go sign someone, sure. Like that, they could go sign someone that would probably change my whole mind about this. Go get Kimpambe, go get Bremer, same problem as Inner. But like if you roll into the season and you're like our starting center back, our starting back line is like Alexandro, who's like 34 or whatever, Daniel Rugani, who's not good. Um, Benucci, who's like 36. Uh, Quadrado, who's a right wing playing right back. Like, that's not a like, it doesn't matter if you're putting up three goals a game if you're letting in four. Well, here's the thing. You lost Chiellini. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Alexander's not that old. He's like probably like 30, 31. That should be like a prime of a, his career. Quadrado yeah. is not that great at defense. He's better at attacking. But you can always smash that. Real Madrid won like three championships in a row playing with Danny Carvajal and, and Marcelo. Danny Carvajal is not that bad at defense. He's pretty good at defense, but Marcelo wasn't that good of a. To be honest, I think Marcelo was a good defender, but I'm um, just because I'm biased. But what I'm saying is, with really attacking wing wing backs or really attacking fullbacks, every team that's won the Champions League in the last like four years has done so. Like, yeah. probably you could even say that about Chelsea if you wanted to. You can for sure say that about Trent Alexander Arnold and Andrew Robertson forward Liverpool won and Real Madrid every time they won before that. Um, so you can do it. Like you can rock Quadrado. What's like if you want? Um, Alexander is not the problem. Um, you can if you can get the link to stay because he is linked to a lot of teams, but I still don't think he'll leave. Uh, if you can get the link to stay, there's a bunch of guys you could get. And, like, when we were talking about premier teams in terms of transfers in the world, Juventus is definitely one of them. Um, why else, like, would Chiesa go to that team? Why else would, like, Vlahovic go to that team when it was supposed to be, like, washed because they weren't winning the league? Like I said, they ended fourth last year. Um, dude, there's a bunch of players that they could get, and they and, and they could definitely get it. Why? Because they're Juventus. And they have the money to, to not only pay the transfer, but to pay their – wages and they're playing Champions League next season and they're definitely going to compete for the Serie A title next season. Um, 
the problem is, uh, if I have to agree with you, anything is that they're losing a lot of players, like they're losing Kilini. So now you have to figure something out by the back line. You're losing Dybala. That's a really big hit. That's probably like your, like your player. Like that's your guy for the last like. I don't even know how long Dybala's been playing there for a long time, like 2014 or something. Yeah. Um, they're losing they're losing uh Bernadeschi as well. Both of those guys are out of a contract. Morata's leaving because he's going back to Atletico Madrid. Um isn't necessarily a hole to to be filled, but you talk about an attack that could be Chiesa, Lahavic Di Maria. That's really strong. That's super yeah. duper competitive in the Serie A. Um, that's super super competitive in terms of world football, in terms of winning the Champions League. I think that's the best attack in the Serie A, straight up. Um, if, if they play and if they're healthy, um, then you have like Weston McKenney, Zakaria, maybe Archer, maybe Locatelli. Like that's a really good midfield. Alexandro, he's not the greatest, but with yeah. a tackle like that, with a midfield like that, he's good enough. The Lick is really good. Chesney is probably the, it's probably the best goal in Syria. No, yeah, Mike. Mm. I would put Mike Manion. Mike Manion, but- yeah, because yeah, Manion had a better year. Yeah, Manion I mean, had I don't a better know, like, season last year. Yeah. I don't um, know. I mean, like, if we're talking about, good. Like, yeah, if we're talking, like, I love the pieces that Juve brought in. Like, their biggest problem last year after they signed Blahovic, their biggest problem before that was like, we don't have a striker. Okay. Well, they had Murata. Murata's not good. Whatever. You get him there. You don't have anybody. Like, you need these play. Like, he's not. He's not Harry Kane. He's not going to come get the ball. He just scores. That's this whole thing. You need guys that are coming and get him the ball. That's why you signed Di Maria. You signed Pogba. You're getting a full season of Chiesa, McKenny. Like, you have all these playmakers surrounding your goal scorer back. And I I really do. Like, I think they could – I don't think they're going to win the league, but I could very easily see them, like, putting up the most goals in the league. That offense is going to be, like – I don't know. Have, like, I'm, I might have to disagree with you, like, on terms of, like, Vlahovic not getting the ball. That mm-hmm. guy was problems for Villarreal, like, when they were playing, like, and Juve wasn't doing anything. Vlavic mm. was doing everything. He would get the ball with his back turned to the, yeah. to the center back, turn him in, and go at the goal and shoot. Like, and he scored against Villarreal. Um, I think Vlavic is really, really good. I think he's super complete. He might, yeah. dude. He's like right up there with, like, we just need some consistent seasons out of him. But he's right up yeah. there with, in terms of hype, with Erling Haaland. Like, Vlavic yeah. could have easily played for anyone he wanted to. He just ended up going to Juventus. Um, Chiesa is really good, and he's shown that he was just injured. Like Chiesa is really, really, really good, and like I already hyped up Di Maria, Weston McKinney is super promising, Zakaria is super promising. Archer just needs a better midfielder to play with. You also have like a Telly in that team. You also have like Rabio. You don't need to buy another midfielder. Um, you can I get a left back a, if you want. I had a thought. Like Delict is going to leave. Why don't like you need you have four guys that you need to fit into a three man midfield? Play Zakaria as a center back. They could. I mean, it, very who knows? Like, he's a defensive mid through and through. Kind of, he's very similar to Kessier, who we talked about in terms of his play style. Like, I could very easily see him in that spot. They could try it out. Um, yeah. But like, like I said, they're Juventus and they could get anyone they want. Why not go for like um, Gabriel from Arsenal has been linked to um, Juventus? Yeah. Why not go out and get Paul Torres? Like, why is why is Villarreal not getting picked apart right now? Like, they made the Champions League semifinal. There have to be really good guys on that team. Pick him apart. Look at Donjuma. Like, he's insane. He's Someone I was get surprised. He's too good for you. Yeah. Like, I was surprised Donjuma didn't end up at, like, Liverpool or something. Like, he's <laughs> ah, he's incredible. He's, he's like, really special. He's going to end up somewhere huge. Paul Torres. Why is no one getting Paul Torres? He's so young. Yeah. He's so good. He starts for the Spanish national team, I believe. I think so. Get him. Left back, Correa, bro. Why not? Yeah. You're Juventus. You have the money. You have the 
attractiveness about you. Mm. Um, but I think their team is way too solid to not finish first place. I think everyone else has way more question marks. I agree. I don't know. I, I just see the defensive thing, but I also like, I have the same problem that, like with them as inner and like my same, you can just go sign a center back and I would flip like, so like if they go, if they're like, if they go sign like Kimpembe, they go sign Pau Torres. Like my opinion of Pube flips so fast. Like I could vary like any of the, like both the Milan squads and Juve, I can see them finishing it. Like, I think like four five, six is pretty set. I'd be shocked if that ends up out of order. Like one through three, like one through three, like the Milan clubs, Juve, I can see that finishing in any order. I really could. I just like heart of parts. I think I see Milan just kind of the most like deep and balanced team. It can definitely happen. I don't know. I have a Lazio, Napoli, Roma, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus. I don't know. Anything can happen. That's why we watch the sport. But in terms of like who has the most complete teams, who has taken the least amount of hits, like Juve took a no hit. Why did he lose Chiellini, bro? AC Milan lost Kessie, the probably the best player behind Rafael Leal that season. Yeah. Inter Milan is like, we'll see what they can do. But yeah, I don't know. What, what was your um, order again? I, I your so same back three as you. So I have Lazio six, uh, Napoli five, Napoli, Roma. Uh, I had Juve three, AC Milan two, and then Inter one. It's valid. It's it's arguable. That's why the, the league was super competitive last season, anyways. Um, but yeah, I think I'll 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 leave it at that. You have your you have your order. I have my order. Obviously, we're doing this episode at what beginning of like almost mid July. Yeah. So there's still a lot of transfer window left. Uh, all these teams are expected to make big moves. Like Juventus could definitely drop the lose the league for sure. Who knows mm-hmm. if Chiesa is going to be fully fit and playing how we expect Chiesa to play? Who knows if AC Milan are going to be able to plug that hole of like losing Kessie? Inter Milan, same thing. Like, are they going to lose screen yard? There's still a bunch of question marks. I guess what we've done in this episode is like try to decipher a bit what we think is going to happen. And based on that, what we think, who we think they should buy, um, in terms of like what they've done already like because a lot of these teams have lost a lot of the players like we just mentioned um but yeah this was our valiant effort at trying to do that which is not that easy because like we just said there is so much time to go and there's so many transfers to be made to be fair um syria is probably like the second the second most that i watch i watch it more than premier yeah. league that's fair yeah but yeah um i think we call it we call it quits. It was a valiant effort, but who knows? Now we have like record of like who we think is going to be a top six, and we could look back on this and see how we did. Um, especially like we could do it right after the transfer window ends, see how these teams um ended up plugging the holes that we called out. Mm. But yeah, I think this is the end of our episode. Um, yeah, yeah. Just to run it back, I had Lazio, Napoli, Roma, AC Milan, Inter, Juventus. Connor had Lazio, Napoli, Roma. Juventus, AC Milan, Inter, correct? Yes. Call us out on it. Tag us. <laughs> kill us. Hashtag. Hashtag don't us. Kill, don't kill us. Don't kill us. I'd be very <laughs> sad if I got killed. Nah, bro. Please find me on Twitter and like just like light, like, light Rafa up on Twitter. Treat Rafa like call, the like when they a found war, bro. Come for me on Twitter, please. I have yet to like I've gotten into a really heated one on Twitter. But yeah. I got shamed on the Twitter for being colorblind the other day. Yeah, I saw Michael murdered you by myself because I tweeted that. That is hilarious that you're a Chelsea fan, but you're colorblind to like certain shades of blue. That's ridiculous. Well, it's yeah. Bro thinks he has a white kit every year. (laughs) 
No, I saw the brown kit got leaked. I'm just buying the brown kit. Like I just I bought one blue kit ever. I'm just gonna keep that forever. <laughs> Only bike kits I can see. <laughs> but yeah, my name is Rafael de los Santos, alongside Connor Ryan. This is our Serie A episode. Next, you can expect that a lot of you want to make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter so you can know when we're posting next and on TikTok because we drop TikToks as well. But yeah, like I said, Rafael dos Santos, Conor O'Brien, Serie A episode. See you next time. Peace.